we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alerts for December 13th, 2021. Next report is, is entitled, Turns Out the Australian Aboriginal Land Has Already Been Sold to the Highest Bidder. So those 15 million people that live there need to be killed off with the COVID clot shot or moved off the land so the satanic elite can take possession. That is the main reason the Australian government is attacking the aboriginals of Australia. Police abuse in the Northern Territory and tribal leader David Cole talk about this. Fascinating. This is something that I hadn't even really reported on a lot. This aspect of the depopulation scheme. We've been very fortunate tonight for a very dear guest, a brother, a very uh, great Australian, an indigenous Australian, to join us uh, on the program to discuss a very, very important situation which we have folding out in the Northern Territory. Guys, it's a pleasure to welcome uh, a tribal leader from Northern Territory, indigenous leader, David Cole. Welcome, David. Hey, brother, how are you? Thanks for having me. A fantastic brother, and uh, of course, before we start, I'd like to pay my respects to yourself and all of the past and present elders, especially those that now are doing it tough and uh, you know are fighting for the uh, protection uh, of the Indigenous people. Thank you, brother, and I want to pay my respect to you and all the other three speakers out there and all the listeners who are standing up against this tyranny um, and the people that are uniting. Respect to everyone out there. Uh, you've definitely got a huge amount of support, and there's international support. There are uh, people overseas, uh, all over Australia, definitely. Our viewers, you can see down in the comments section, the comments section's lighting up with uh, people you know, giving their support and uh, speaking up. Now, let's just uh, let's just rewind, go right to the beginning uh, of this crisis, and we can call it a crisis. It's definitely uh, a crisis, and you've given a, a you know SOS, please, for help, you know, appeals to international uh, even help to come in. Uh, take us back, uh, David. How did it all start? What happened? Well, look. Since since this began, they've been uh, they've been pumping this into our communities and um, hitting a lot of our people on on on, on large numbers, <clears throat> from the central desert regions down south, east, west, up north. Um, they're, they're just smashing our communities. Now, our concern was last year we were aware that body bags and and uh, plastic coffins were already being sent out. To various communities in WA, so we knew something was being planned, and we knew something horrific was coming. A lot of our people were crying in the communities. Why are body bags and coffins being sent out? Um, this was last year, so this is all premeditated. Um, and um, what's happening in our communities now is the large number of people that have been hit, and the large number of people that are being coerced. Um, they are now sectioning off, locking in our communities, um, keeping keeping people out and um, even blocking communications. And um, the, the initially we got reports that um, military people were on stress leave because of what they were doing in the communities. Um, and that's what triggered a lot of the community. Um, those reports um, are still confirmed to be truth, but I, I haven't confirmed it with any military people. But military are involved in the community um, 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 pressure that's being applied. Um, are they armed? No, they're not armed. But they're there. They're in the background. Um, in Ramangini, um, I was advised by community members that the army were there handing out food. They weren't armed. They weren't push pressuring people. They weren't chasing people down. But just their mere presence is intimidating. Just the fact that we have military in our communities is a massive concern. They want that as a precedent. And they're not going to come in like Satan's the most subtle beast of the field. They're not going to want to come in guns blazing. They don't have to. They want to come in, appear as the nice guy, get as much low-hanging fruit that's not going to resist as possible, thinking that they're the good guys. And then later, when the, the people that are going to dig their heels in are resisting and the other people have been eliminated and either killed off or taken to where only God knows where, then, then they'll bring the guns in. Now, I'm just saying, from a satanic standpoint, that's probably what they would try to do. I, I pray to God it doesn't happen. And we shed enough light on this, but this is uh, this is what's going on right now in Australia. For our tribal people, that sends a panic, a fear, and a concern through our people, just their presence. So it was the police 
and the health workers <clears throat> that were pulling people out of the house and pressuring them, telling them that they can't leave their house, they can't go to the football, they can't go into stores, they can't leave the community, they can't go hunting, they can't go into bigger townships to buy food. Basically, they will stay in their house, and if they don't get this thing, that they would die. Now, Meaning the kill shot. If they don't take the kill shot, you're going to die, because we're going to cut you off from food, from everything. So you, you better take the kill shot or else. That's the message they're giving to the people. That, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the wrap in 25 words or less. You mentioned there, uh, you confirmed that military is involved uh, and are interacting uh, with the indigenous communities. Now, you said they were handing out food, but you also uh, said something I completely agree with, is that military shouldn't be used in any capacity against the domestic population, against the... Uh, Indigenous people, especially, especially what the indigenous people went through in the last, you know, 200 years in this country, where we know that uh, you know, the military of the time of 150 years ago, we know what capacity they were used in regarding uh, the indigenous population, the rightful custodians, the First Nation people, the sovereign people, and uh, it would seem that uh, if a tribal leader like yourself uh, or any of the, uh, you know, the elders and the uncles there that we've seen with you. In the, uh, in the videos that you're producing, uh, bringing out, it would seem that if you guys are speaking up and you're concerned, and you're, if you're saying as a leader of the Indigenous people that you do not want the military, you know, visiting your communities and driving around in army trucks, shouldn't the government be listening up? Shouldn't they be listening? I mean, taking into account the very, very dark and bad history that we've had in Australia regarding the use of military and police against indigenous populations yeah brother I'll, I'll tell you now they've never listened to anything in 232 years all our all our demands all our requests all our all our all our pleads for assistance for support for self-determination for everything has been ignored for 232 years in fact we've been conditioned over that time to be placed into this point for them to do exactly what they're doing um, this is not about medicine. This is a land grab. Okay, I'm going to be putting out some information very soon, um, and I'll, I'll collaborate my my statement with facts, and I'll put out some information to show exactly how and why it's a land grab. Now, they've tried to take our land through so many unlawful processes, including the current native title process that they have in place. We're dealing with a corporation that is serving multinational big banking institutions and global elites that have already done land deals with this government here. This land has already been sold off to a lot of these global elites whose fiat <coughs> fake currency system is dying, right? And they're scrambling for their next suck of wealth. They are happy to wipe out 15 million Australians. And if you go to the Deagle uh, military website, it shows that the depopulation in this country by 2025 is down to 9 million people. That's 15 to 16 million people gone. Now, they're happy to wipe out 15 million or 14 million non-tribal people to take out a million tribal people to take the land and the resources. The land's already mapped out. The deal's already done. The only thing standing in the way is sovereign tribal people. Our sovereignty actually triggered them bringing this out earlier than they planned. And the reality is... The, the areas that they are um, finding these um, so-called um, infections are the very areas that diamond and mining deals have already been struck and already been done. And mind you, a lot of these deals are on sovereign tribal land where people have already reclaimed those lands under so-called native title. So the lands are already done. The deals are done. This is a land grab, my friend, and they are so going to... Hundred percent. They are going this to wipe out. This is a concern. You're obviously concerned. Like, look, I'll tell you honestly, and I think a lot of the viewers will agree. Um, what you're saying is, it, it is, it is shocking. It's very interesting. I mean, some, some people might say, "Oh, this has to be proven," or "We haven't heard this before," or you know, David Cole is announcing it's a land grab. But in my opinion, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you're saying this. You're a tribal leader, and we should be listening to what you're saying because you're the one who's on the ground. You're the one in the communities. You're the one who's actually uh, where are you, right? Yeah, absolutely. And this goes on to the hour and twelve minute mark, seventy-two minutes. We're only almost nine minutes into it, and he 
goes through. If you want to hear the minutia of how this is basically a land grab and they're they're targeting them because they want their land um, through the COVID thing, through the whole COVID scamdemic, that's what this is really about. Not only genocide, but getting the land that was given to these indigenous people. And I'm, I'm sure a very similar thing would happen with maybe American Indians and, and Canadian Indians and wherever the government has displaced the indigenous people maybe off their land, uh, you know, wouldn't it be, I wouldn't be surprised by it at all. So <clears throat> then there's another video that came out entitled, the government has betrayed you and sold you to China. China is the one that's going to get the land, evidently. Ricardo Bosi, which is the leader of the A1 party, I can't play it, it's, it's a, you know, it's over half hour, but I've played his quotes before. And uh, if you want to know more about this from a different angle, there's that link I give you. Then we have this inside look at COVID at Australia's COVID prison camps where suicidal kids are locked in cells for more than 23 hours a day. Australian Haley uh, Hod, Hod, Hodgson was placed in a COVID internment camp despite negative testing for the virus. She was confined to a box for 14 days, offered Valium when she complained about confinement, and lost her job. And she says, you feel like you're in prison. Australians and visitors to the island who find themselves in the, quote, COVID quarantine camps are beginning to speak out regarding the poor treatment they're receiving. For example, an article published by The Guardian on Thursday accused staff at the Northern Territory's two youth detention centers of leaving children locked in their cells for over 23 hours a day. I mean, that's that's worse than what you would call ad sagging in prison or it's just a similar like if you went to the worst part of a of a maximum security prison that's about as as bad as it's going to get 23 hours a day under under lockdown okay the report states the team has also found young inmates were being denied adequate access to education medical services some young people were left in their cells up to 23 hours and 45 minutes a day so that's almost a full um day awaiting medical assessment for self-harm concerns and another depiction of the quarantine camp life an australian woman who was forcibly taken to the northern territory's howard springs facility filmed a pair of workers threatening to fine her five thousand dollars for talking to another person through a fence she said you can you can't leave your balcony to go to work or to the fence or to talk to someone else um the man in full medical ppe told the woman he's outside and you know this is just the height of absolute total insanity unfortunately that twitter link's already gone i tried to just click on it so um but you can probably research and find it there's the twitter doesn't want to keep stuff like that up very long next report we're slowly getting to the point right before vaccination by gunpoint which is what i've always been warning about or since 2006 in many parts of the world australian compulsory vaccination act four weeks in prison and fines of up to 7,200 euros for unvaccinated citizens. Compulsory vaccination is, is to apply to everyone who has a residence or habitual abode in Austria and is over the age of 12. Those who do not comply with the vaccination obligation can be summoned, um, meaning to court, if they fail to appear at the follow-up appointment, the draft law provides for penalties of up to 3,600 euros or four weeks imprisonment, who gets already... Um, those who get punished for the second time must pay 7200 euros you know i just think it should be 40 days in the electric chair and in public you know just electrify them for 40 days out in public to send a clear message to the unwashed sheeple people masses that this is what happens when you don't do what satan tells you to do i mean come on let's if we're gonna go go big right come on Next report, New Zealand, apartheid has officially begun. Citizens speak out against the authoritarian lockdown of the unvaxxed. On December 3rd, New Zealand officially became an apartheid nation. Those who have chosen not to be double jabbed have been shut off of society. This has profanity. Um, I'm going to just play a couple minutes of it. Sorry, but just warning you. On the other side of that, there's an inscription that says, the glorious dead. We do this. Now, this is a guy in New Zealand and it's, he's touring. I don't, is that a, I guess a graveyard? It's all over the country. We go to our epitaphs. 
we give homage to those sacrifices and those people who gave their lives willingly in the pursuit of peace, happiness, tranquility. But let's face it, we don't give a stuff anymore. We have a government that's completely laying waste to those freedoms, dishonoring the dead. And even tonight, on the eve of the shutout, this is where tomorrow all the new rules come in place, the traffic light system, where you have to be jabbed to do anything. You have to wear masks. You have to basically become a free-range slave because they haven't quite put the prison door on yet. But let's get in there with the introduction of AI, full integration into the future of everyone in this country and indeed around the world. We just happen to be the vanguard. We are the test case. Unfortunately, people were swallowing it and that's why it's going to be franchised to the rest of the world. It needs to stop. Hannah tonight caught up with two such ladies who are facing the same thing. One is a diner at a restaurant and the other is one of the workers at the restaurant. They both share their experiences and their thoughts on the subject. Have a look at these. Hi, I'm Lisa Wakeford. I'm here tonight at the Texas Tea in Picton, enjoying some quality time with friends. This will be our last night where we can all be together in a public place. Who knows, and it might be forever. It might be for the rest of time. Last night that they could be out in a public place unless they want to get every single kill shot the government tells them they got to get. This is reality in New Zealand. This is reality in a lot of places. And they want to bring this everywhere. And how are you feeling? Like shit. Like shit. We can't go anywhere. I've lost my job. Um, my friend's sitting behind me. She's pretty much lost her job. Um, a lot of friends have lost their jobs. We're not allowed to go anywhere. We're not allowed to join up with friends and have coffee. We... Oh, where do you start? <laughs> well, how does it where make do you, you feel? Like, is it? What, what do you think? How do you how do you feel about the government making all these rules now? I don't know whether I dare say that, but um, a lot of people say that to us. <laughs> oh, do they? They're like, oh, I don't know if I can so, say that on camera. Yeah. I can't play anymore because she starts cussing so much that I can't. If you want to listen to it, I give you the link. But I mean, it's just I, I want you to understand what what if this isn't going on in your area because it's not in mine i mean it's not near anywhere remotely and i and i praise god but i i feel horrible but i i under i also understand they want to bring this everywhere you know and that's what they're shooting for so i give you the the link to that normally and on a on a on the uh, infowars video it's free world news normally they bleep out the cussing but they weren't doing that and there's just too many for me to try to bleep out so um next report germany announces national lockdown for the unvaccinated uh force injections to start on february 1st germany has now taken full control of the european union and has, has announced plans for forced COVID injections to begin continent-wide today in deutschland tomorrow the world A exiting chancellor angela merkel uh or angela i'm sorry her name's angela sorry i i needed to get that right um announced on December 2nd that Germany will lock down unvaccinated people as top officials also signaled that they would back plans for mandatory vaccinations in the coming months. Merkel said individuals who aren't vaccinated for the COVID-19 will be excluded from non-essential stores and cultural and recreational venues, at least that's the beginning. Uh, the Bundestag, German's par parliament, will also consider a general vaccination mandate. The situation in our country is serious, she told reporters, claiming that the new measures are an act of national solidarity. Just more lies everywhere you turn. Other new requirements include masks being required in schools. Uh, vaccinated people will lose their vaccination status nine months after receiving their last dose of the kill shot. Then, no vax, no food or fuel in India. Food withheld to force vaccinations. Um... Police won't enforce the mandates, but they won't need to as grocery stores and fuel are being withheld from those who fail to get their shots in Aurangabad, India. Now, again, I'm not saying this is occurring every single place in India or every single place in Australia because it's not. It's not ubiquitous every single place. It's just that, you know, it, it's occurring in enough places and it's getting draconian in enough places where this will spread like a cancer. As Henry, Henry Kissinger warned, control the food and you control the people. Um, 
Christian, I believe Ice Age Farmer breaks down this development and the plan to incrementally restrict access to food and basic services everywhere, build gardens, uh, new healthcare, energy and communication systems, get off the toxic systems of control. I'm gonna go ahead and play a brief clip here. Friends, welcome. Henry Kissinger said, if you control food, you control people. Nowhere is that on better display than today in Aurangabad, India, where it has been decreed that anyone who doesn't take their shots can no longer buy groceries or fuel. This is the full-scale realization of the no-vax, no-food agenda that we've been anticipating for some time now. But it also comes with some interesting developments that have happened in the days since this order was decreed. So I wanna catch you up on those and then also explore how this is being rolled out in a stepwise fashion everywhere else, including where you are. Let's have that conversation. I'm Christian, and this is the Ice Age Farmer broadcast. And I want to start here from republicworld.com. Only inoculated people can buy groceries or fuel after Orangabad issues an order in order to boost vaccination rates. In order to boost the vaccination drive in Orangabad, the district administration has come up with a unique solution. Ah, some creative thinking, guys. As the district collector passed an order stating that, the, that only vaccinated people will be able to purchase groceries, rations, gas cylinders, or fuel across the district. The order states that only those who have received at least one dose of the vaccine will be allowed to make purchases after providing proof the vaccine certificate. Continuing here from NDTV.com. In an order issued on Tuesday night, Aurangabad collector Sunil Shavan directed authorities of fair price shops, gas agencies, and petrol pumps to check those vaccine certificates of customers, and if they fail to do so, then the administration will take action against the owners of the grocery stores or the gas pumps under these acts that they've been passed. As well, many people work in agricultural fields from morning to evening, so we're going to open up some after-hours clinics in order to make sure we can get every last one of you. Now, this is already ridiculous enough, but let's put this into perspective. I checked a number of sources here, first of all, to make sure that this is actually true. Um, this order was uh, decreed on the 10th. It has since gone into effect. And the days since, a few interesting things have happened, including... This, Bihar, a woman dies after taking her second dose of the COVID vax, presumably prompted by this drive to increase vaccination rates, including withholding food from people, right? So that's what happens. You're forced to go get your vaccines. People go. And although she was getting her second shot, she went to the hospital in Aurangabad, took the shot, and then collapsed on the road while returning home. So full stop. Here we have the state dictating that people must take these shots and then people because food is being withheld go take the shots and kill over and die if that fails to underscore my core message for the last few years which is you must get off the systems of enslavement be it the energy grid or the food production or even the school system anything you think you depend on the state for you've got to sever those ties you must be independent from the power grid. You must be producing your own food or working with others around you in a community in order to do that. You can't be relying on big ag and big energy because this is what happens. Because they will use your dependence on their systems, which are largely toxic anyway, right? Full of GMO and nasty. Really, we don't even want to be using that stuff if, in the first place. But now, and, and for the last few years, it has become absurdly abundantly clear that you have to break with the system and start your own communities doing these things for yourself become as self-sufficient as possible and work with others around you that are doing the same thing for the same reasons to break your ties with these decaying toxic systems right right great points great points um <clears throat> let's go further here and we're going to switch gears a little bit here nano razor blades and the vaccine graphene hydroxide um not oxide but hydroxide professor dr pablo campra murdered uh shortly after this presentation his pregnant wife speaks out not too long ago i created a post about a german doctor 
uh, Thomas Jenkins, who ran a clinic in Germany, who became a whistleblower against the vaccines. He created a video where he described his true belief about the vaccines. And shortly afterwards, he allegedly committed suicide. I reported on him, I think, two... Uh, two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. Today it has come to my attention that a different German doctor, whistleblower, may have been also murdered. No, he was murdered for sure. His name is Dr. Andres Noak, and apparently he created a video exposing graphene hydroxide found inside the vaccines that could um, do incredible damage to the human body internally. Very shortly after the video was made, um, translated from German to English, the doctor was apparently ended up dead. He was attacked, according to his uh, wife, his pregnant wife, um, he was attacked brutally and brutally beaten and they killed him. Uh, basically the day, I, a day or two after he made the video. The first is the video of Dr. Noak discussing graphene oxide and the vaccines and the damage it can do to the human body. The second video is Dr. Noak's partner saying he is now dead. Now I'm not going to play the videos because they're in German and you know, I'm, I, I, they're a little bit long and, um, I don't want to put you all through that but it did happen and you can watch the videos here um the video of dr noak describing graphene oxide found in the vaccines and the damage it can do he also mentions athletes dying um which i discussed in the previous post this video was translated with english subtitles on november 25th 2021 just four days ago here's the source of that video and then here's the video of dr noak's um wife who is now saying he's dead she's pregnant and there's that video for that and then um, I'm gonna go ahead and play this video here let's go to video number seven let's go to video number seven here uh, this is the wife of a holistic doctor in Germany explaining what happened mere hours after he released a bombshell video about graphene oxide in the vaccine here's the wife of that doctor <clears throat> describing what happened to him. It is Saturday, November 22nd, 27th, 2001. <clears throat> I'm just going to... Um, Tuesday, November 23rd, 10 a.m., the video about graphene oxide hydroxide was published. Okay, so hold on, let me get the timeline again. On Tuesday, November 23rd, 10 a.m., the, the video that he did on graphene hydroxide was published. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Let me just back up a hair. She's doing this... Um, <clears throat> on the 27th. So basically four days later, she's doing this. Okay. About her husband. And, um, she's clearly distressed, pregnant. And this is her vi little video. Poor thing. Horrible. The video hit like a bomb. <clears throat> At the same time, Andreas had a zoom call with someone and I didn't recognize the name who had the zoom call with, I guess. And I operated the camera and followed the chats. <clears throat> and I'm just kind of waiting for the next thing to come up. The interview took about two hours, I guess. After this, we had some exchanges. <clears throat> and, and told each other how much we loved each other and laughed. This woman's not lying. Shortly afterwards, Andreas was brutally attacked. I, there was a woman that made a post about her. And she says, listen, she says, I was an actor, actress for, I don't know how many years. She says, I can tell you by her body language, she is not lying. You can't fake that. You can't be that good. Okay. And this guy's gone anyway. He's, he's dead. There, it's not like she's making it up. She said shortly afterwards, Andreas, meaning after the presentation, he was brutally attacked. Now, I don't know. It occurred sometime in that four-day period between when she's recording the video and he did the presentation four days earlier. I don't know exactly what day, but shortly afterwards, he was attacked brutally. <clears throat> the assault was extremely sneaky and unexpected. Now, remember, again, this is in Germany where, you know, things are at a very 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 draconian level we've just said how germany's taken the lead in in the draconian efforts to implement the total lockdown and forced vaccinations so it would make sense that anybody that's speaking out on this from a doctor level in germany is is very apart from the protection of god you know you're putting yourself at extreme risk and i didn't get the impression the guy was a christian that did the video <clears throat> i have 
the terrible job to tell you that sadly Andres did not survive the assault. <clears throat> and she's pausing. The news is extremely shocking for all of us. She's having a hard time really keeping it together. I mean, poor baby. It's horrible. She looks like a very sweet, nice person. But Andreas is in me, and I am part of him. And I think she's holding her, her stomach where her baby is. We are one. Oh, how pitiful. Good Lord. All information is out there. We know everything we have to know. <clears throat> I need all of you now. Oh, heartbreaking thing. utterly heartbreaking thing. so this doctor German doctor <sighs> Andreas Nowak killed for revealing truth about uh, about graphene hydroxide in the vaccine he released a video detailing <laughs> graphene oxide and its razor like effect in the blood and mere hours later was attacked ambushed and killed and we'll show you the information he was killed for on the other side he had been raided by police before um he was on their radar and it's actually showing one of the raids the previous raid where the police came in while he was doing a presentation it looks like and they've literally got guns drawn on him jackboot thugs the whole covered their face the whole nine yards and um making the guy get on the ground so he was on their radar from before but the guy was brave enough to you know just keep going folks you may remember last year actually almost exactly a year ago on november 18th 2020 a well-known german chemist and one of the eu's top graphene experts dr andreas noak was arrested by an armed police unit in the middle of one of his YouTube right. live streams. We, of course, played the video. Yeah, this is the video, if you want to watch it. They're showing it happen. Now, that this wasn't after, this was before. This was, I don't know, months, months before um, that he got raided. Here on InfoWars, but he's there live streaming, talking about the vaccine and the dangers that the vaccine poses to the people who take it. When his door was kicked in, and he was arrested by heavily armed German police. Well, that was last year on November 18th, 2020. This year on November 26th, 2021, just hours after publishing his latest video about graphene oxide and graphene hydroxide, he died suddenly. And, apparent, and uh, according to his wife, he was attacked, ambushed in a sneaky and brutal way and was killed. Whether that means he was beaten to death, whether that means he was stabbed. The details are a little bit light, but you heard there from his wife, who is pregnant with his unborn child, say that he was attacked, brutally beaten, and did not survive. And you could hear the heartbreak in her, uh, in her voice. And so we're going to play the video for you that may very well have been the <clears throat> cause of his death, the impetus to have him killed. I give you a link to that as well. You can watch it on here or the, uh, the actual links right to the video. In this video, he reveals that Dr. Pablo Kempra of the University of Almiera had recently done a micro Raman spec, uh, spectroscopy study of the vaccine and had discovered that the graphene detected in the vax was not graphene oxide, but graphene hydroxide, which is an extremely stable molecule that's not biodegradable, so it basically stays in your system forever. This is very bad news for vaccine recipients because he describes vaccine hydroxide, graphene hydroxide molecules as, quote, the sharpest imaginable objects because they're only one atom layer thick, a huge molecule which is extremely sharp. In other words, the graphene hydroxide molecules in the vax behave like nano razors that cut the lining of recipients veins which he believes is the cause of blood clots and the sudden death observed by so many top athletes they really thought this thing out they really really playing playing this kill shot out on so many different levels man satan really did his homework on this one lately now remember yesterday we had official mainstream media sources claiming <clears throat> they discovered the source of blood clots and of course it was not graphene hydroxide it's just i guess maybe slightly coincidental 
that as it's revealed that graphene oxide uh, hydroxide may be the cause of the blood clots, that they immediately rush to publish a cover story coming up with a different reason why the blood clots may have happened. He believes this is a case of Russian roulette where the syringe administering the intramuscular injection may inadvertently pierce a vein, allowing the graphene hydroxide to enter the bloodstream, uh, slicing up the the, uh, uh, lining of the blood vessels of the hapless recipients. He also points out how this would explain why footballers and other, you know, uh, athletes were suffering heart attacks during you know, games is because your blood's moving faster, it's uh, moving more rapidly in between right. uh, organs, and if graphene hydroxide is to blame for these heart attacks, that would make sense, that you'd be more vulnerable during periods of physical activity. So I'm going to show right. you... So he gets into the whole video there. Absolutely wickedly evil and tragic. Um, <clears throat> another one, extreme health alert, Moderna patent uncovers whore, nanosensors contained in the bioweapon, DNA altering pathogens posing as a vaccine that literally snaps human day, DNA in half. Dr. Ariana Love returns to the Stu Peters show to expose her findings on the Moderna vaccine patents, confirming the La Quinta graphene oxide study. The globalists plan to install nanosensors into every human body they can. Well, earlier this week, we spoke with Dr. Pablo Campra, the Spanish doctor who tested vaccine samples and found that they contained graphene oxide. Well, during that appearance, Dr. Campra also talked about the evidence that vaccines could contain a... I played that one, I believe, last week. ...wireless nanosensor. Dr. Ariana Love is back with us. She says that she's found evidence in Moderna's patents that back up Dr. Campra's claims, and she says that she's found a lot more in addition to that, and she joins us now. Dr. Love, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me back, Stu. Of course. So what did you find in this patent? Well, it's they're called biochips, and they're in more than one patent. So, yeah, they exist. So Dr. Kampra is right. They're in the patents. <laughs> so a wireless and... nanosensor exists in this bioweapon shot that's being called a vaccine. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> I've been saying from the beginning this thing's going to connect you to 5G. Before it ever came out, that was one of the main things that they wanted to do. And this is all part of the, the whole 5G. You're going to get updates from your phone. Your phone's going to exchange information. These biosensors are going to communicate to your phone. Your phone's going to give you updates, downloads. It's going to be all connected to the 5G network and the 5G base stations, wherever they're at. And that, that standpoint alone, if there, if there wasn't even the messenger RNA, if there wasn't the genetic component, um, you're going to be like a cyborg because they've got their nanotech inside you and only God knows what the potential for that is from a satanic standpoint. And it also contains, um, they contain graphene oxide, which is, they're made from graphene oxide, which proves that there's also proves there's, that graphene oxide is listed. So I think what the other doctor concluded is that there's graphene hydroxide and there's also graphene oxide. There's there's both in, in the shots. In the patents. And I, I'll get more into that in the next interview, but I'm still researching it and documenting it. So um, we have now proof that there's graphene oxide, graphene hydroxide, and other graphene variants in these shots. And that comes from, so far, seven scientific research teams and scientists, including the University of Almeria, Dr. Pablo Campra's report. Then, and they're using techniques like optical and electron microscopy, uh, dark field spectroscopy, micro-Raman, and chemical analysis, and more to determine the graphene oxide. So at what point do we say, okay, it's in the shots? <laughs> then there's been two Pfizer whistleblowers that said it's in the shots um, and produced proof. There's been Health Canada that recalled a million and a half masks because they contain graphene. These were masks children were forced to wear. Uh, Japan recalled the Moderna shots for containing metal contaminants. And then there's on Dr. Andreas Nowak, who just came forward and he blew the whistle days ago and he commented on Dr. Um, Kampra's report and he said that two of the frequency bands that Dr. Kampra identified was graphene hydroxide. And it's worse than we thought. He said that these are nanoscale, uh, nano-sized razor blades that cut people up from the inside. And um, this they can't be identified in autopsies. And he said it explains why people are dropping dead. Now, Pfizer, uh, one of the chief scientists, sent an email over to the PR team addressing how to deal with the graphene oxide thing. So we had those leaked emails that shows that they're not 
interested anymore in just outright denying the fact that graphene oxide is in these shots, but now interested more in how to control the narrative. And then yesterday, Deanna Lorraine on this program you know, revealed that this doctor was allegedly murdered. His wife believes that he was murdered for exposing this graphene hydroxide in the shots. Some people have said, by the way, that that's fake news, that this guy is still alive, that he didn't die. Do we know anything about now, that? This is Dr. Noak, the guy we were just talking about. And yes, he did die for sure. And her evidence is collaborating with his evidence. And I didn't even know it was going to play out like this in the study. But because a lot of times I'll, I'll see a report and it's like two weeks before I can play it. And, and But the Lord works it out <laughs> like this where, praise God, things really tend to flow together really good. Yeah. Yeah, well, there was a rumor spread by Cliff High that he somehow made, you know, staged his death, and he's. Not I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take anything from that devil, new age weird freak Cliff High for nothing, Mister Woo Woo or whatever he does, and all his predictive satanic witchcraft, whatever he does. He he's a devil. He is he is not a Christian. I, I wouldn't go by anything that guy says ever dead and a lot of people are thinking that he's not dead because of that so these kinds of rumors are very dangerous um you know we have to wait for the facts before we draw any conclusions but yeah his wife thinks that he was killed by a um a radio beam no radiation beam excuse me that technology exists that, i don't see how that's the case if he was brutally attacked so i don't know with where this interview took place in regard to the timeline in regard to the wife releasing that video if maybe she learned something new afterward i don't know but the, the fact is the man's dead shortly after he gave the lecture and he's in germany and he was already on their radar so because he had stroke-like symptoms um and it, it was it basically came on right after he released they released the video so it's you know who it's, knows it's so important to be like if you're a christian putting on the full armor of god every day Staying right with the Lord, praying protective prayers over over you know your family and yourself, like Psalm sixty four. You're you're asking God to hide you from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity. Okay, you're you're asking for that, and you know, um, <clears throat> lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, like the Lord's prayer says. You're asking, you know, you're asking God in that sense to deliver you from evil. God's perfectly capable. I should have been dead over. A thousand times probably had i not had god's protection i would have been gone a long time ago i'd be the first to admit it we don't know it's but it's possible um, but is that is that doctor okay. dead yeah. is he indeed deceased he is yes he's he yeah is. There, okay he's there, yeah there's there's been some independent media reports on it and um his wife has you know come forward a couple of times and you know, I, she's obviously not acting. I was an actress, and I can tell you she's not acting. Oh, Her, that's that's where she got the, yeah, you turned me say that earlier. Breathing and everything, you can't fake that. So I believe he is dead. What, I mean, uh, what why else, would they What else have you found? I know that when you emailed us that you said that there were some other things here that you wanted to talk about today that you've discovered in these shots. Yes. Right. Okay, so I found graphene oxide in the shots. It's in the Moderna and Johnson & Johnson. It's listed in the patents. Um, they're hydrogels. Hydrogels are made from graphene oxide, and the hydrogels are listed in the Moderna patent. They're patented under US 8415325B2. That's the name of the patent. Um, the hydrogels, they were developed by DARPA. <clears throat> and get this, Pfizer, Moderna, and BioNTech developed the hydrogels for the ballistic delivery of mRNA technology. So the hydrogels contain the entire weapon system. and this Ballistic delivery? You think of ballistics, you think of like, you know, gunfire and, and, and bullets and missiles and things of this nature. Which is now being directed against the human population. So also the quantum dots are mentioned in the Moderna patent, and these are made from graphene oxide. So graphene oxide, 100%, is in the shots, it's in the patents. That's irrefutable. Right. Um, also, this is what I found. All of the patents mention, mention gene deletion. So I talked about this previously. Yes. Um, just I played her previously, and she's she has dug into these patents and and found out that they're literally like the J and J shot. I know she reported on before I played that clip where it's literally deleting your genes. It's it's they're gone. Certain aspects of your genes, they're deleting them, and I, I believe it has a lot to do with your immune system. I mean, can you? 
Can you, I mean, if, if you were to go, like, okay, like, you were to come five years forward and you were to listen to this study from five years, you'd be like, you couldn't believe what I'm saying, what, what they're saying. But now it's just, you know, we've reported on this over and over, and, and we keep learning incrementally more and more about this. I mean, this is so over-the-top satanic, it's, it's hard to comprehend. It's two of the patents, but... I mean, the two of the shots, but now all of them, gene deletion, it's 100%. Um, all of the COVID patents, except for one, mentioned that they're coding human cells with a synthetic DNA, which is known as complementary DNA or cDNA. Um, this is because, okay, naturally occurring DNA cannot be patented, right? But right. This, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in 2013 that cDNA can be patented. Right, exactly. So Okay, and I've reported on that many times about that that supreme court decision and what this means is that and, and again i don't i don't mention this enough but what this means is that the people that that have gotten the kill shots are now the official property of the government essentially because you have their patented product inside you they can claim ownership over your body because you're using their patented product therefore you know they 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 feel as and now they're not going to come out with this in mainstream news not yet but that's how you're viewed by them. You're viewed as a transhuman that is owned by these vaccine companies or, or the government or whoever is gonna take ownership of this, probably the government in some way, shape or form, that's had their, their, their DNA modified, that's had their genes deleted, that is full of all of their nanotech that she mentioned. And you're essentially a cyborgian transhuman that, that, that is um, not fully human anymore. That, they own. Supreme Court document says that scientists added four plasmids to bacterium. And I already mentioned previously that the um, the base for these chimeric bioweapons is E. coli and, and bacteria plasmids. Um, so I found E. coli listed in most of the patents. There we go. There's the proof. I mean, it's just more proof. Um, they, but these are antibiotic resistant bacteria. You can't kill them with antibiotics. You have to use other means, but you can uh, kill the them. The silver would kill them. <laughs> that in five, in five, uh, at least 5,000 part per million would definitely kill it. There's nothing they found it wouldn't kill. Um, so just so you know, and again, the, the website for that is dr-johnson.com. It's in Vive's website, but they put it up for me a long time ago when I went on tour um, so people could order in. You're basically ordering right from the factory. I have a good amount to my private stock, but um, if you want to just go to the website, you can do that. Tell them. Uh, the Supreme Court ruled that modified bacterium is patentable. The judges agreed that cDNA is patent eligible. So that that means a plant, animal, or human can be patented and owned if genetically modified with cDNA. Right. Now, the which is the basically like the messenger RNA. It it modifies your DNA, so you are you are patented. You are owned by essentially whoever claims ownership. If it's if it's the United States government, if it's some aspect of the United States, if if it's one of the pharmaceutical, I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to claim actual ownership, but. The Supreme Court de has, has determined this. Ruling said that a patent could be asserted on a series of the 15 nucleotides that exist in the BCRA1 gene. Um, that is uh, by breaking the covalent bonds that connect the DNA to the rest of the human genome. That literally means snapping your DNA in half. Right. This is what they're doing. And the, BCR, uh, the BRCA1 gene is a human tumor suppressor gene responsible for, get this, repairing damaged DNA. So all the COVID shots, they're deleting genes, they're genetically modifying humans and turning humans into a species that is patentable. And this is according to a U.S. Supreme Court ruling. So you can eliminate the entire um, species, to an entire species of anything using the CRISPR-Cas9. Or you can um, completely remove genetic traits in the human being, which is what these elites are now doing. So I found the lentivirus vector, which we spoke about earlier. It is a Fauci funded from, uh, it is the Fauci funded Wuhan bioweapon, right? The lentivirus. Mm -hmm. It contains the HIV one through three 
the SARS, MERS, and the um, AIDS-inducing SRV. So there's there's another doctor confirming it. it has all the aspects of the AIDS AIDS virus, which was created in a lab in the first place. You know, going back to '78, I believe, is when they injected it into the gay male populations of um, the vaccine, the Hep B vaccine, and the gay gay male populations of I think San Francisco. Chicago and New York City and then maybe one other place. That's what started the AIDS epidemic. They did it on purpose by design as a beta test and, and to um, do that. I mean, it's it's a retrovirus. Dr. Len Horowitz was the guy that first discovered all the paperwork. See, when I first heard that from Dr. Len Horowitz, the, I, I mean, I was like, this is so mind-blowing. This is so unbelievable that, that he's got the paperwork. And now that's just like, oh, well, that's just, you know, that's just what they do. That's just no big... It is a big deal, but compared to what we know now about this COVID kill shot, it's just n not not anything that's really going to freak you out too bad because of, of all the, how much worse it's gotten actually with what the government does. One, chimeric proteins. Now, I identified the lentivirus in the Moderna patent, the, J the Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca, and Oxford patents. But guess what? The HIV-1 bioweapon it is patented and owned by anthony fauci of course so he's got his hands yeah. in all of this and he really needs to be restrained and for this vaccine holocaust yeah, like i said if there's anybody that, that you would come against as far as uh, um i don't know what it is i don't know if it's reptilian i don't know if he's human i don't know if he's a cyborg i don't know what what it is anthony fauci but any derivation of it that would be a good thing to add to your your daily prayers him and him and biden in 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 um klaus schwab and um the rothschilds would be a good one uh bill gates uh, i i'm sure there's tons of people that we could talk about but these are these are ones that i would if you were going to actually pray regarding individuals that god would hedge up their way with thorns and that they would not prosper in wickedness and that they would turn on each other and devour one another okay um, and have them in derision. These are all biblical terms. Those would be the ones I would really focus uh, prayer to. He's 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 a murderer. Okay, then the Pfizer patent names thirty gene deletions, and then it just says wow. etc. Now she got into this before the J and J had I don't know how many gene deletions, but the Pfizer has thirty gene deletions. No big deal. You're just not fully human anymore and then all the other aspects of it and the pfizer patent also mentions uh gene 69 through 70 deletion and mutation now thermo fishers did a study and released a study about this 69 through 70 gene deletion and mutation he that says it causes a variant that is quote significantly more transmissible than than previously circulating variants there you go so this proves that they are creating the variants with exactly. their death jabs. Of course. So Pfizer patent mentions gene 144 deletion, which causes rapid cancer growth. There you go. I found a patent for a combo kit PCR that test that mentions gene deletion. So imagine that the, te the tests are also inducing these, you know, these using hydrogels and inducing the, um, putting the bioweapons into the brain for gene deletion. Oh, so the, the testing, you can get the gene deletion as well with the hydrogels on the swab. So again, I've had I've had um, listeners say that they got the nasal swab, which I, you know, I begged my listeners not to go that route if, if at all possible. And some of them said I, I there was, you know, it was a horrific experience, but it just felt like a cotton swab. Some of them, or, or, or like a whatever, and then some of them said, no, this thing's, uh, I've got it done more than once. And this one was, it had some kind of substance on it and it smelled bad and, and it, and it lingered with me for four or five days and I was really, really messed up. And again, it's just like the COVID batches. Not all of them are the same. It's not ubiquitous across the board there. They beta test and there's different batches. So they're trying to see what they can, you know, get away with in this type of stuff. So, you know, all the more reason not to get tested. Um, the Pfizer patent mentions the XY chromosome inversions. And if you invert the sex genes, it causes sterility. And this may explain the transgender mania. Wow. 
for, you know, right. Um, Pfizer, Moderna, and Patton also mention uh, bromide as an ingredient. This mm -hmm. is a corrosive. Oh, yeah. And it causes severe eye damage. Mm -hmm. Then the Pfizer bromide, um, which is there's there's the, the three halogens that I warn about. Okay, bromide and on the periodic table, bromide and fluoride and chlorine are all of the halogen family. Now, then you have iodine, which is also and that's a good halogen. Okay that has a high affinity for um, the thyroid primarily and then other organs of the body, the ovaries, the testicles of the men, uh, other places that, you know, you have to have that for a good functioning immune system, for your metabolism, for a ton of different stuff. has to even do with uh, other things that go on in the body. What bromine does and what fluoride does and what chlorine does, and this is why they try to pour it into the food supply, Fluoride via your standard toothpaste that you get and also through the um, drinking water is extremely hard to remove. You have to have special filters to get it out. Chlorine's a lot easier to get out. It's also a halogen, a bad halogen that causes all kind of horrific things as well. Okay. But they put that in, in the food supply and have put it in the, in the food supply um, prim, um, primarily to do a lot of horrific stuff. But it also competes with iodine in the thyroid. And it will kick iodine out of the thyroid, which will mess up a whole bunch of different things. And this is why iodine is so important and why it's so important to, uh, to avoid chlorinated and fluoridated water. And, brom and they put bromine in bread now. If, if it's not, um, a lot of times, unless it says unbromylated bread, a lot of times you're getting it from the bread as well. And other ways they try to get it. But this has just all been a satanic, satanic plot to just kill us for a long, long time. I mean, this has been decades and decades on the chlorine, the fluoride, and the bromide. Um, but now she's finding it, the bromide in there as well. The patent mentions um, propane as an ingredient. There you go. It lists... Uh, Propane is listed. Now you're cooking with gas. No pun intended. Sorry. <laughs> Little phrase from my youth. It is a flammable hazardous substance, according to OSHA. Um, it can be lethal. It's poisonous when inhaled or swallowed. But now they're injecting it into our kids. Yes. Great. Uh, propane wonderful. is an asphyxiating gas. And mm -hmm. that means that it will displace the oxygen in your lungs, making it difficult or impossible to breathe. Okay. So these patents confirm that there's graphene oxide, graphene hydroxide, uh, little razor blades, gene-deleting technology, wireless nanosensor technology, uh, uh, propane. Mm. Uh, I mean, so where do we go from, from here? I've got about a minute left here, uh, and oh, we're going to have you okay. back on, but where do, we, where do we go from here? Ooh, well, look, um, people need to, one way that we can fight this is we can file a bunch of small lawsuits because the Supreme Court is probably not going to defend anybody. They're corrupt corrupted um but or or threatened or whatever but if people file on a city uh, um as county and statewide file lawsuit it's a bunch of lawsuits this is how we won during world, world war ii and shut the, sh the show down so if a bunch of lawsuits would work i would i think um sending notices of liability is a powerful action that citizens can take anybody can take to anybody who's coercing you or your loved ones to take these death jabs serve them with notices of liability flip it put them on the defensive and the world freedom alliance made these packets they're already good to go and um written up these notices of liability that anybody can send Dr. Ariana Love, thank you so much. I'm up against a hard break. I got to go here. But there you go. You've been asking, how do you get involved? Here's the notice of liability information. Send it out to all of these tyrants that are forcing these shots on you, on your family, on your loved ones, your neighbor, your friends, your church congregation. Dr. David Martin has that packet of information for you to send to your attorneys general. It's past time that these criminals are held liable, held responsible for their criminal actions. We, the people, are the only ones that are going to be able to do it. The dangers of a nuclear... Okay, so that was... Uh, where do you access those at? Which, uh, the World Freedom Alliance. If you look that up online, evidently they've got all the the little ways to do that. Okay, I, I've got my gigantic legal packet, but I don't. All I can do is give that out, and it's listed on. I think it should still be on the homepage somewhere listed. The legal remedies. I reposted when when um I don't know every couple two to three months. 
COVID legal remedies, religious stuff, um, religious exemptions, things of this nature. And then now you have this World Freedom Alliance and what they're doing. I don't know what is the best way to go. That sounds like a really brilliant thing to do. Put the liability back in their court. Let let stop being um the um being on the defense and go on the offensive. And if there were, you know, millions of people doing this, they they could really I I think change things in a very short period of time. So just bear that in mind. It's called World Freedom Alliance. Just do a keyword search for it, okay? Um, and um, that will uh, that will get you there. And then the last thing I'm going to recover here was the thing I had mentioned before, and it's a listener comment, and it's entitled Advanced COVID Preemie Babies. Reliable source. I'm a longtime listener, very close friend of mine, put this up on our Christian Breakfast Messenger group on Facebook. She's a very honest lady, mind-blowing stuff. So I'm going to read you this, and then I'm going to read you some of the screenshots here. She says, okay, I'm going to, he says, okay, I'm going to share a screenshot of my friend um, and this morning. I know her from my old town in New Zealand, in Russell, New Zealand. I'm guessing that she was vaxxed during her pregnancy. She's super mainstream. I always filled, uh, always filled with medical advice and would have given all her children all the vaxes. She had her boy three months early, three months early. Okay, and was in the NICU for months. So you gotta understand, this baby was born at six months. Okay, that's that's pretty early. Okay, um, my response was: Is there any pics of the baby showing the black eyes? Because the baby's got black eyes. Now they're not totally black; they're almost fully black. There's a little bit of the whites of the eyes called the sclera. On the outside i'm looking at it right now now i'm gonna have to delete this picture and i'm gonna have to delete the screenshot because he asked me not to post any of it but i'm telling you i've seen I, I, i've posted videos on this it's not like this isn't happening this is happening so i'm, I'm looking at the, the eye one of the eyes right now um he said yes i can confirm they're black I'll send you a pic of the eye only. I'm looking at it right now. Please don't share further. The iris isn't round. It's an odd shape. Yeah, it looks... Well, the, the eyelid and the bottom eyelid are covering it up, so it may be round, but it just may be obscured by the upper and lower eyelid. Um, the eyelids are strange as well. Yeah, it, it doesn't look like a baby's eye. It looks more advanced. It looks more older, you know. But then again, after you... After I read what I'm going to read, then you're going to know why. Uh, see the iris towards the nose. The shape isn't normal. It looks like it's filling up with black. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if it totally fills up with black. Okay, so um, uh, I'm going to read you some of the screenshots he sent me from her. Okay. And I'm going to have to delete these so they're not going to be on the PDF. But it's the only way I could read them. I, I went over this with him and I didn't want to violate anything he wanted um regarding this um this is i guess from the mom blank which he they blotted out the name is now exclusively formula fed he won't take my breast essentially probably because i have a low milk supply um and for somebody that's in her position that has had all the vaxes and the baby's had all the you know probably a big reason why they don't have a milk supply his dietitian said the formula is the best for him yeah right no that's never the case but anyway he's my last baby i got my tubes tied one of the worst things you can possibly do is get your tubes tied it's totally unnatural it's not good wreaks havoc on the hormonal systems of women uh, i am just soaking up every moment he's an advanced baby ahead of the rest he's only supposed to be um three months but he was three months early so meaning get this he's three months early so he was supposed to be born like now technically he's three months old because he was but he was three months early so technically he's only he's only he's he he's only nine months old if you consider conception to when he was now okay but he was born three months early so this is basically like what a newborn should be he's only supposed to be three months yet he was three months early he's talking 
So it's basically like a newborn talking, telling us what he wants, says, Dad, hello, and hungry, like I'm hungry. Okay, so imagine you're a mom and you've, you have your baby and the first day the baby comes out, been in your womb for nine months, comes out, and he says, hey, Dad, how's it going? Hello. I'm hungry. That'd be a little freaky. I, I mean, I don't know about you, but that's that's a little... Yeah, he's advanced. Okay. I have never seen a more intelligent baby before in my life. And his nurses, etc., are surprised. Imagine that. For a baby who possibly could develop cerebral palsy, he's one bright cookie. And then another, I believe, post by her. Yes, I've seen the stuff of babies with black eyes and superior intelligence and very advanced physically. So she's admitting the baby has black eyes. But she's she's viewing it as a, a sign of superior intelligence and very advanced physically. Okay, where did you see that? Because that's kind of um, satanic if you ask me, but, you know, who am I? The boy now has black eyes, but he didn't in earlier posts. I haven't shared any of that stuff on my page because I know it makes us look crazy, but this is something I'm seeing via Facebook. But of someone I actually know, I'll watch the post above after work, whatever that means. Then the last one, he's, they sent me a lot, but I'm only posting these three for brevity's sake. Uh, she said, I hear you, especially when you know them. I hear you, especially when you know them. It's so hard to actually believe, but my husband and I both know her and this baby is so advanced and the nurses cannot believe it. In other words, it's somebody giving, I believe, third party confirmation that this is actually legit. So the baby's from conception, only nine months old. Okay, born three months early, but is now talking, telling us what he wants, says dad, hello, and hungry. <laughs> oh, wow. Hello, Mr. Nephilim baby. Probably, gonna, I mean, can you imagine what he's going to be at a year? Be doing their taxes. You know? I don't think I trust Junior that much. I keep the knives away from him and all the handguns. I don't know how much I trust this little little sucker. Little GMO, modified, sweet tooth baby. Yeah, you know, he's got black eyes. It's no big deal. It's not too creepy. He can talk. You know. It's normal, right? I don't know. I mean, oh, man. Anyway, um, that's all I got for today. And... Um, I put again, I'm posting the recommended protocol for COVID-19 and the shedding from the COVID vaxxed, all my info. It's it's an abbreviated version of the document I've got. It's it's the main things I would say you would want to do. Okay. And um, I want to do like a, a separate study, a separate audio on my, my, the product line, because it's expanded a lot, my product line and some of the supplements I couldn't get before I got them now in stock. In fact, most of them I've actually got back in stock. If you, if there was something you couldn't order from me before, I've got it most likely now back in stock. But I kind of need to do a, a, an audio just on that. And I don't know if I'm going to get it done between now and tomorrow when I post this. I might or this week. But I want to get that up for the sake of, and it'll be kind of like an educational thing too. Um, but anyway, that's all we have for today. God bless you, and Lord willing, we will see you in the next audio. I don't know if that's going to be next week or the week after. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of due to post newsletters, and it kind of depends on time frames and how much that works out. So um, God bless you, and we will see you in the next audio, Lord willing.